From WOUB News, this is The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm Ben Postlewaite. And I'm April Leslie. Each week here on The Outlet, we bring you stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities. It has been a busy week here in Athens. NASA Administrator Charles Bolden visited OU to address the International Space University. And a new program in Athens hopes to get young kids interested in math and science through creative thinking. But first... An historic day in our nation's history. The U.S. Supreme Court decided in a 5-4 to four vote that states must allow same-sex couples to marry. County clerks and probate judges in nearby counties are beginning to accept marriage licenses as they come in, while in other parts of the country, officials are claiming states' rights and religious liberty to justify blocking those licenses. The case came all the way from Cincinnati, Ohio, where James Obergefell first attempted to attain a marriage license to visit his terminally ill partner, John Arthur, in the hospital. After his application was denied, he challenged the decision. The case continued for two years before the final ruling last Friday. Obergefell spoke to President Obama on the phone just minutes after the decision. You know, your, your, uh, your leadership on this, you know, has uh, changed, changed the country. I, I really appreciate that, Mr. President. It's really been an honor for me to be involved in this fight and to have been able to you know, fight for my marriage and live up to my commitments to my husband. So. Here in Athens, the decision was welcomed. Delphine Batista, the director of Ohio University's LGBT Center, celebrated the decision with a megaphone in Baker University Center. Attention Ohio University! We can get married! Batista says the decision is an important step. And so it's reinvigorating. We know that this isn't the end, that there's still a lot of work to, to be done, but it's an exciting, historic, celebratory moment that all United States citizens and, and all Americans are, are being treated equally and fairly under the law. On Tuesday, probate judge Robert Stewart granted the first marriage license to a same-sex couple in Athens County. That couple was Jeremy Webster and Paul Jones. They've been together for 20 years. They were hoping to avoid the spotlight when they first walked into the courthouse on Tuesday, but we still managed to get them into the studio for an interview. Dr. Jones, Dean Webster, thank you guys for being here today. Really, really appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for having us. Um, so, yeah, um, congratulations. Um, I think that's that's in order. <laughs> thank you. Um, so tell me a little bit about your story, um, how you guys became a couple, how you guys ended up here in Southeast Ohio of all places. I know that, you know, you're from Texas. It's <laughs> kind of a crazy path. But, yeah, mm -hmm. tell us about it. Well, I, I grew up in Arkansas. Um, and Jeremy grew up mostly in Texas. <laughs> Um, with stops in Oklahoma and Indiana uh, along the way. But we met in graduate school in Tennessee. So um, believe it or not, Ohio is <laughs> the, the most enlightened, progressive place <laughs> <laughs> we've spent our lives. Um, so, so we feel like we've, we've yeah, come to a much more tolerant uh, mm -hmm. atmosphere. Yeah, we met in grad school. And... Um, uh, right out of grad school, I got the job here in the English department as an assistant professor. And we knew at that time that they would um, eventually be advertising a position in Paul's field. And so it looked like a great fit for us, and it turned out to be. Um, so I came in 99, and then he followed three years later. Fantastic. And then um, shortly afterward, I assume you got involved in the Honors Tutorial College and kind of worked your way up there. Yeah, yeah. Sort of um, as soon as I achieved tenure, um, so about 2005. Mm -hmm. I became the director of studies a couple years later, and then dean. <laughs> <laughs> and I, as I hear, the third longest running dean of the, of the right, college, yeah, right? Okay, yeah. working up to second. <laughs> exactly. Um, so were you two, um, obviously being a couple of you know so many years, were you two um, 
following the court cases that were leading up to this and the Sixth Circuit and everything like mm-hmm. that, were you aware of what was going on with that? Well, maybe not all the nitty-gritty details, <laughs> but I mean, we've been following the whole history of marriage equality because um, I think what 2004 was the first uh, time um, in the United States that any state um, legalized um, same-sex marriage. So I mean, it's so that's just a little over a decade ago, and then we've been watching through good and bad when. Um, bans were being passed by many states and then when other states were either through um, um, court um, rulings or legislative processes were, were uh, making marriage legal. And so, we, and so many people we knew were getting married, uh, our friends in other states, and we were definitely happy for them, but also, um, I guess, envious <laughs> um, that it hadn't happened in, in Ohio yet. Uh, but it, it kind of felt like the history was, was moving towards inevitability. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were just waiting. I think we were, we're good waiters. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Patient. Uh-huh. We're patient people. Yeah, and I think for us it was important. Um, you know, our decision was to wait until it was legal here in our home state. Um, you know, we had friends who would go to other states and get married, even if it wasn't legal in their own um, home. And uh, but we we chose to to wait. Okay, very good. Um, so why don't you describe for me a little bit of your reaction on Friday? Were you surprised? Did it seem like it? I mean, at least for me, from my perspective, it seemed kind of out of the blue. I mean, I knew we knew the case of the decision was coming, and mm-hmm. there were you know mumblings all over the place. But I, it kind of really came out loud and proud when I when I heard it on Friday. What was your reaction? Um, well, I think we were kind of split on whether we thought it was happening on Friday or not. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy was kind of convinced that it was happening mm-hmm. on Friday because um, he thought it was a, the, the, the d- date itself was an important anniversary for, for court rulings. I thought they were, we were going to wait till Monday and, and hold it for the last date of, of rulings. Um, so I wasn't really expecting it Friday morning. And I, I had the, the, the TV on just in case. Um, and then breaking news <laughs> flashes on CNN, which it does every five minutes. Um, <laughs> um, but breaking news, and it was clear that it was happening. So I yelled, Jeremy, it's happening. <laughs> and he, he ran in. And yeah, and we were, uh, uh, I mean, again, I mean, very, very happy. And I, kind of disbelief still, even though we, we knew it was coming. Yeah, Friday happened to be my birthday as well, and so I'd taken the day off work, and um, yeah, and so it was a, a really great birthday present from the Supreme Court. Um, it was, yeah, it, I think like you said, it, everybody was waiting, and we knew something was going to happen, and it seemed hopeful, but until you actually get a ruling from the court, you don't know, um, you know, what it, what's going to be and how they're going to decide. So, um, yeah, it was it was a very emotional. Um, morning. <laughs> Great. Um, so was the decision to, you know, get engaged as I saw on Facebook or um, actually pursue a marriage license, was that pretty immediate for you too? Well, yeah, it wasn't even a, a kind of a, a fact of getting engaged because mm-hmm. I think we've considered ourselves engaged for, for many years with the, just the, the presumption that we were going to get married when it was, when it was possible. Mm-hmm. So it really was just a matter of kind of J- Jeremy asked, can he change the Facebook status to engage now? And he did, and, but Facebook announces that you got engaged <laughs> when you do that. And so, that, yeah, it wasn't a, a, a kind of a matter of a proposal happening on Friday other than just the Facebook status update. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but but the, the congratulations rolled in, and, and we were, I, I think, very kind of heartened by all the support um, and enthusiasm for, for um, this possibility for us. 
Fantastic. Um, so what was the process? So you went to the courthouse on Tuesday. I understand you waited a little bit just to avoid kind of this exact situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here you are. <laughs> we did, yeah. So, I mean, we, um, you know, not having this option before, we didn't really know what to do. Um, you know, we weren't raised to, to know here, here's what you do to get married. Um, and so it also, we were taking a couple of days to sort of figure that out and, and you know, where do you even go? Um, but yeah, so we decided to go and on Tuesday and um, uh, we went to the wrong place first, but then they were very helpful in f- helping us find the right office. And um, there was another a couple there already, a, 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 you know, a heterosexual couple there um, filling out the paperwork. So, um, you know, there's a tiny little line, but um, the staff there were incredibly helpful mm-hmm. and welcoming. Um, they, you know, made sure that we understood you know, how to do everything and um, explain the form like they would with anybody else, presumably. And um, as we were filling out the paperwork, or maybe just as we finished, and the um, clerk had to go take the, the paperwork to get it approved, um, the magistrate came in and, um, you know, greeted us, congratulated us, and um, was very nice. And then the judge himself, Judge Stewart, came in as well to um, congratulate us and to find out, you know, what were our plans? Were we going to get married in, you know, um, somewhere else? Did we want him to do it? And um, so we discussed we're going to have him do it. Um, and so what did we want? What would that look like? And he sort of walked us through the what we need to, to prepare for. So. Uh, and at this point, we had no idea we were the first ones. Yeah. They, they played <laughs> it really cool and didn't uh, tell us that. So we assumed somebody on Monday or Friday had... Uh, or m- maybe several somebodies had, had come in before us. So, yeah, we didn't realize it was the, the we were the, breaking the ice uh, <laughs> for the courthouse yeah. as well. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah I, I was over there and um, I was uh, sitting with the staff and they were like, we were expecting, you know, kind of a line that first day because mm-hmm. <laughs> all I got to see was the piece of paper where they changed the, the, mm-hmm. the spouse's genders on the, mm-hmm. on the actual certificate. Um, you know, a couple being together this long, does, does it feel any different to have the legal right to marriage? I think it does. I mean, we've been together for 20 years. Um, and so in, in many ways, you know, our relationship is, you know, you know, it is. It's solid. It's, you know, it's permanent. Um, so it's not that marriage changes that part of it. But it does change, I think, um, you know, there, there's a, it, it feels to me like there's a, a huge difference between introducing my partner versus um, seeing my husband and kind of what that says about our relationship and its permanence and its depth and, and what it means to us. Um, and so to me, you know, we're both from the English department, so we believe in, you know, studying symbolism. I mean, the symbols of it um, are very important to me, and and that does feel really different to me to, to have that opportunity for the first time in and that it means something. It's not just a word. And there are, are going to be real consequences, um, I mean, real protections and rights that are, uh, we will have now that we wouldn't have when we were legal strangers <laughs> to one another. Um, and and to, for me, I, I guess the most important thing, and this is one of the reasons I want to have a courthouse wedding, is I want the, the representative of the state that I li- I'm a citizen of to tell me um, he considers my relationship a marriage, a legal marriage, equal to all the other people's I, I, I know. And I, that just really is important. Um, and um, so that's, I, I guess, for me, I, I guess the most I don't know, pleasing part about it or satisfying part about it is that I feel like I actually am um, more of a citizen than I was before we got yeah. this marriage license. 
or could get the marriage license. Right. Um, especially compared to the places where you're both from and, <laughs> and many parts of the country right now. Do you feel at all lucky to, to be living in Athens County? And does that kind of change things a little <laughs> bit for you as far as it's accepting of um, not only the legal you know, marriage license, but also you as a couple in this place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, you know, my home state of Texas, there's still people fighting the decision and actively um, trying to subvert it. Um, and I feel like here in Athens, I mean, you know, um, the whole time I've lived here for over 15, 16 years now, um, I feel very uh, welcome and protected and fully a member of this community um, like anybody else. Um, and and so it is, I think it, it feels right that it's happening here and um, and that we have this opportunity to to make this, you know, statement publicly um, among the people that, that we love, you know, being with and love, you know, living with. Same for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I definitely feel lucky that we don't live in Texas or Arkansas <laughs> or Tennessee and um, places that we've lived before. Um, it's, I mean, it is definitely a very comfortable uh, environment to, to be in. Um, I, because it is a small town, I, I think this this is part of what I posted on Facebook the other day. Um, it would have been nice to be in a city where this was kind of already not newsworthy. Because um, I still, yeah, I long for the day when um, gay men getting their marriage license is just like a gay man getting a driver's license. Nobody would write a news story about it. Right. Um, and I assume that's going to be, that's in, very much in the near future. Mm-hmm. A week, two weeks from now. Nobody's going to think it's it's notable, mm-hmm. um, and and that's great to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even despite that, doesn't mean anything to either of you that you are the first same-sex couple to, I presumably, get legally married in Athens County. And I mean that there's, well, a, there's only it, one to first. Me it's, it's, yeah, it's it's less um, relevant maybe that we're the first. Okay, um, but I do think it's important, um, and and this is certainly you know how I've spent my adult life. It, it's important to be out and to be open and to be visible. Um, and obviously, there are sometimes risks that come with that as a, a gay person. But um, but I think it is important, and so I'm 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 not unhappy that um, that this moment, I mean, I would have been perfectly happy for someone else to be first, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad that somebody is doing it. And, um, and you know, I know when I was in, you know, in junior high, high school, Texas, um, just how incredibly important it would have been to me if I had had role models or somebody that to look up and, and you know, the catchphrase we all say now is it gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, but that only is true for people if if people like us are visible and and can say yes it does and um, and that you know it, it, it's important to to be yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's very important to have a face and a story, and, <laughs> and I think we're we're reconciled to being the faces and story for for this historical moment in Athens. Um, but yeah, we would have been very happy if somebody <laughs> else was doing it. Too. Um, yeah, yeah at, the end, at the end of the day, it's all uh-huh. the same. You'll somebody has to. Somebody uh, needs to be uh, making this visible and heard um, to the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why not you? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Jeremy Webster is the dean of the Honors Toilet College. Dr. Paul Jones is uh, English faculty here at Ohio University. Thank you two for being here so much. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for I appreciate us. it. <laughs>
Over the summer, the International Space University has been bringing talented and intelligent scientists and astronauts to Ohio University. This week, one of the biggest touched down here in Athens. NASA Administrator Charles Bolin came down to OU to address the Space University group. When you witness Earth from orbit, seeing a sunset or a sunrise every 45 minutes, as I've had the opportunity to do, you get quite a different perspective on things. That was the thesis statement of NASA Administrator Charles Bolden's talk in a packed ballroom on Ohio University's campus last night. Bolden, who's taken four trips into space during his career, spoke as a part of the International Space University's ongoing program at OU. In the speech, Bolden highlighted the progress that has been made in space travel since he began his career in the 1980s. When successive failures of every launch system we had at the time, from the shuttle to Titan, Delta, and Atlas rockets nearly completely grounded us. That was a real wake-up call. And the changes in policy toward greater commercialization and cooperation are paying off now. He's talking about companies like SpaceX, the commercial space transport organization that formed an alliance with NASA in 2006. Bolton sees these partnerships as a big part of the future of space travel and called on Congress for support. I can't stress this enough. If we don't get the funding we need, we'll be delayed in getting astronauts aboard the systems of American companies at a time when our partners are making great strides and innovating to bring those launches back to this country. One great stride he hopes to make soon? A mission to Mars. But, he said, there's still work to be done. You all want to go to Mars. You want to explore. You've got to get out and become disciples. And you've got to go back to your countries and you've got to put it in, you've got to sear it into everybody's heart that it's really important for humanity to get off this doggone planet and find a way to get to another one. The International Space University program runs until August 7th. For WOUB News, I'm April Leslie. While the International Space University is inspiring the next generation of leaders in spaceflight and exploration, one organization in Athens is appealing to a slightly younger group. Last week, the Appalachian Center for Economic Networks, or ACENET, held a week-long camp to get kids interested in science and technology through creative problem-solving. Producer Erica King gave us this report. 16-year-old Caitlin is on her way to opening new doors to technology. Literally. We are working on how to uh, open and close doors using an Arduino connected to a computer to tell it commands in order to open the door. Arduino is a computer software used to create interactive objects, which will help the students to sensor control their doors. Caitlin is one of 20 middle and high school students steaming up technology through ACENET's first STEAM camp. STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Mathematics. The camp introduces students to the basic knowledge of technology and manufacturing. Camp leaders hope to give students an idea of the career path they will choose. What we did is we had the, the, each of the signs, STEAM, Science, Technology, Engineering, like all, all four of the signs, and we said, okay, get behind the one that you're most interested in. And we had some pretty uh, well-defined uh, people who are really interested in that field. Senator Sherrod Brown helped create the camp and sent a video message thanking the kids for being a part of it. Can anyone tell me who those two senators are in the state of Ohio? 
Reporting for WLUB News, I'm Erica King. That's it for this week's show. Thanks for joining us. The outlet is produced and edited each week by myself and April. We're edited by Atish Baiga, Susan Tevin, and Allison Hunter. Adam Rich is our technical assistant, and our theme music is written and performed by Ryan Gabus. Subscribe to the outlet on iTunes or find us online at woub.org. We'll be back next week with more stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities. Thanks for listening.